You're listening to VO Stories, episode 106. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell. We can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. Here we are, another day. And if it wasn't for this podcast, I would not know that today is Thursday. Yep, still in quarantine. How are you doing? Did you get the quarantine 15 like I did? But I got my Fitbit and that quarantine 15, it's going bye-bye. So today, I've got on a great guest for you. You know him. If you don't know him, you've been living under a rock. That's a fear in the voiceover world. His name is J. Michael Collins, and he's basically a self-made success story, uh, in my opinion. He's been at voiceovers for over 25 years. This is all he's ever done. And we're going to be talking about how to approach our careers in this new normal. How do you market yourself? How do you find work? Do you pivot? Pay attention to some of the new terms he uses, such as new world centric, where he's going to talk about four elements that fall under this new world centric for voiceover talent. And I think you're going to find that and so much more invaluable. So without further ado, here's our chat. J. Michael Collins, thank you so much for being on VO Stories. It's my pleasure to be here. It's, uh, I think, an important time for our industry, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So let's just dive right in. How are you approaching life, your business, being a father with these new uncharted waters? Well, I, I think, you know, the, the hardest part probably is the, the being the father and being the husband part, which, you know, I have to make sure that that I still pay attention to that and make sure that, that uh, I do devote time to my family and that, that I'm strong and and there for them. Um, I'm, I'm a workaholic by nature. So I think it's very easy for me to disappear into my work while this is all happening. And uh, so if anything, I'm, I'm doing my best to make sure that I uh, crawl out of the studio and come up for air from time to time. And people that I love know that, that I'm still here. <laughs> good, good. That's a good thing. Are you pivoting your business at all during this yes. time? Okay. Yeah. Talk uh, a little and- bit about that. And so, well, it's it's quite dramatic, actually. I think that um, this is the most remarkable and immediate shift in the industry that I've seen. I've been in doing this. This is all I've ever done for a living. And in 25 years in this business, I've never seen it move quite so fast. Um, what I mean by that, a couple of different sectors in particular. Um, There are some sectors that are having a hard time right now. If you're doing, um, you know, promo, some TV affiliate network stuff still saying in there because there's a lot of news stuff, but you know, TV, nobody's filming shows right now. So if you're in that area, it's, uh, it's tough. Um, Trailer, you know, the on-camera world starting to to more or less shut down. So that's tough. Uh, And of course, if you're a live announcer, there aren't any 
live announce gigs at the moment. But um, but there are other parts of the industry that uh, are doing well, and some maybe even a little bit better than expected. But they're changing. I had um, you know I, I think like everybody else a couple of weeks ago. I had a, uh, probably two weeks ago today, really, I think I, I had my own little pity party. Um, and uh, just you, just, I can't imagine just, you having a pity party, my friend. Just, just, just had a, had a, had a little moment where I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah. What, what is this going to do? Right. And in my mind, as you know, as somebody who's watched the industry, um, not only survive, but somehow still managed to even thrive after 9-11 and then after the 2008 crisis. I mean, neither one of those things caused more than a ripple, more than a maybe 10% drop for a couple of months and then it came back. Um, This is certainly as big, if not bigger than that. But uh, in my mind, what I was thinking, kind of looking at the areas that I play in a lot was I I thought commercial was going to take a hit, maybe 15 to 25%. Mm -hmm. I thought corporate was going to take a hit, maybe maybe the same 15 to 25%. I expected e-learning would probably come out pretty well because most learning is going to be e-learning for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very obvious to everybody that obviously medical narration right now is in more demand than it ever has been. Um, the interesting thing to me at the moment, though, is though is that I, I haven't seen a decline in commercial or corporate. I haven't seen an increase either, but what I have seen is a steady level of work. However, I have seen a dramatic shift in the specs for the jobs up until literally two weeks ago, probably 60% of the castings that I saw for commercial and maybe 50% for corporate were calling for younger voices, 18 to 30, um, brighter, more energetic, more playful, more fun. I have seen two or three of those in the last two weeks while I have seen 95% of the castings all of a sudden. And this this is from the top to the bottom, from the biggest agents all the way down to the pay-to-plays, okay? Yeah. Um, I have seen almost 90, really, I mean, 90 plus percent of the jobs that I've seen in the past two weeks have been 35 to 65 warm and reassuring. And it is the new read. It is the, the read that is now in exceedingly high demand and it's a it's a sea change um compared to where we were just a few weeks ago and so i don't think that has ever happened before in the industry where suddenly the the spec demand has shifted that fast um yeah, that's a great observation. You know, I was thinking about after 9-11, I had more work happening because they wanted that warm, comforting. There was more opportunities for women. So I do wonder now that you say that if there'll be more opportunities for women. You I know? think so. And, and, I, when I, and I think, you know, even since 9-11, we're talking, you know, 20, almost 20 years ago, um, already the industry has changed to the point where, yeah, I think back, if you go back to 2001, it was probably still 65, 35 or 70, 30 male. Um, yeah. And, you know, now, now it's pretty, pretty much 50, 50. And maybe even there's been a trend where it's been maybe just 55, 45 female over the past couple of years. So I do think you're going to see warmer, more mature, you know, your Randy Thomas kind of female voices. Um, just in in very, very, very high demand, um, along with, again, warmer, more mature male voices who may have been having more of a difficult time of it over the past four or five years because they they don't necessarily have that hip, cool, millennial, Gen Y, Gen Z vibe. But that's all of a sudden there's this pivot. And um, and then, of course, there's the, you know, the narration side where uh, e-learning where which which I already 
thought was probably going to increase this year by 10% year over year. I now think that'll be more like 75%. The demand is, is surging. Um, and medical narration, which again, I thought might increase maybe 10% year on year, will now be more like 300% year on year. Um, oh my God. And it's it's gotten to the point with medical where myself and several other narrators I know, um, especially on the long form stuff. If I've got a client right now who's coming in with ten or twenty thousand words, I'm, which is something I, in, in when, if I'm pressed, I can do, you know, ten or twenty thousand words next day if I have to. Um, if I have that job come in right now, I'm telling the client, look, if you can wait three weeks, great. If you can't, here's a list of narrators you can trust because the medical stuff is just just mind-bogglingly voluminous for obvious reasons. So, um, you know, the way I, I and forgive me for just talking and talking, but the, I, I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm really, I, I, it's, I've had a lot of coffee, um, but it's a, it's a fascinating moment um, without, without being too Spock-like because it's a, it's a tragedy that the world is enduring together and probably the most terrifying collective experience that the planet has endured since World War II. But at the same time, for our little industry, I always like to look at myself not as the mouse that's chasing the cheese. I want to be the mouse that's planted at the table with a napkin in his lap, with a fork and a knife and a plate, knowing where the cheese is going to go. And I see, I, 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 it's, it's moving to warm and reassuring. It's moving to e-learning. It's moving to medical. And if you can play in those areas, you're going to be just fine. Um, if you, and corporate narration is going to be just fine. Um, if you're counting on some of the more traditional broadcast genres that aren't really commercial, uh, even animation right now, is, you know, taking a bit of a hit. It's not that it's not going to come back. It's just that it's going to come back at the same rate that the rest of the world and the rest of the economy comes back. So those who are adapting right now will at least survive. And there are some who will even thrive in a moment of chaos. And just like we saw, you know, with with the kind of casting revolution that happened back in the early part of the 2010s, the ones who struggle to adapt are the ones who are going to have a hard time right now. So if there's talent that works, but they don't work frequently in e-learning or medical narration, what advice would you give them? What steps would you tell them in order to get their foot in that? So I, I think there's probably a, a different a difference between a talent who doesn't work in those genres frequently and a talent who's never even attempted those genres. So what I would say is if, if you're a talent who's never even attempted those genres some of us right now, myself included, and Dan Ganguza also for free learning and corporate and for medical are offering free consultations without a sell, without a sales pitch. We're not trying to sell you coaching and demos or anything like that. If you decide you want to have that conversation and you initiate that conversation, so be it, but we're not going to initiate that conversation with you. We are, we're trying to do this because the, the industry needs more narrators in these genres and we want to see talent be able to continue to feed their families. We're offering 20 minute free consultations at the moment. Those can be live or via email. Um, I am doing a lot of them via email right now because I am booked up for a couple of weeks, but but that involves reading some copy under some direction, getting feedback about whether or not the genre is a right fit for you. And then we have also made uh, both Ann and I, and then also through VO Extra, VoiceOver Extra with John Florian, we've made a couple of webinars available that we have done past little while, um, both on medical narration and then one that Ann and I did together on corporate and e-learning. Uh, available for free through at least the end of April. To any nice. How can we learn about that and check that out? Uh, 
So um, best way to do that is to check out our social media. If you go to my Facebook page or Andy Ganguza's Facebook page, you can see uh, the links to the corporate and e-learning one. The medical one is on, on my various social media. So my LinkedIn or my Facebook page is where you can find that. Um, if you can't, if you for some reason can't find me or can't find it there, please feel free to go to my website, jmcvoiceover.com and just send me an email uh, and I'll respond and give you a link. But these are webinars that we usually charge like 60 bucks for. And we're, I mean, I think we've already had like 500 downloads of them for free. So we're, we're, we're passing them out. We want people to have access to it and to know what these will do is these will talk to you about both, uh, you know, the performance side, the lay of the land of the industry, but also where to find the work and how to go out and how to actually action um, getting into these parts of the industry that are going to be, I think, life-sustaining for a lot of people. So, um, and, I, and I specifically want to say thank you to Ann Ganguza and to John Florian and BO Extra for um, partnering with me to make these resources available to people. Not to give everything away, because I do think that this is awesome that people can go and listen to this webinar, but what are a few, can you give us a little, uh, a few kernels that are in the webinars to what talent can do uh, to find, like they they don't depend on their agents. I'm assuming you're suggesting they be proactive and find e-learning companies. Well, yeah. So e-learning and e-learning, medical and corporate, all in some ways sort of fall into the same basket a little bit in terms of marketing. Corporates may be the outlier in that corporate is a little bit more like commercial in the sense that you can find corporate narration through almost all of the traditional sources as well as, um, if you will, the more modern sources of finding work. So corporate narration, industrial narration, you will get those jobs through your agents uh, or your manager if you have a manager. You will get those through traditional production companies and ad agencies. And they're still very much out there in the classic world of voiceover, but they're also very much out there in the new world of voiceover. And e-learning and medical are a little bit more new world centric, as it were. And what I mean by new world really are kind of four elements. And unfortunately, one of those is unavailable to us right now. And that's actually in-person networking. So that one's Mm -hmm. out for the moment. But you can certainly do some online networking. But the three ways right now that you can find this work are first and foremost, uh, actually doing direct marketing to either content aggregators. So companies that produce e-learning courses or produce medical narration content for third parties often keep a roster of talent. And so getting in touch with them and seeing if you can get onto their roster is um, is one way of going about it. Explainer video companies also, companies out there like Explainify and Switch Video, and there are a lot of others that have their own internal rosters. So if you can get on internal rosters, they can send you audition opportunities. And sometimes you'll see them posted in other places as well, but at least you'll have early access. On top of that, then, of course, you you want to look at, and that's what the, that's what the webinars talk about in great detail, but is direct marketing to potential buyers um, to actual end users. And that runs the gamut from uh, clients that are corporate, that are institutional, that are governmental, that are academic, um, that are, you know, in the medical industry, whatever it may be. And there's a whole process for, for doing that from, you know, trying to source the leads through 
corporate websites or, or other uh, institutional websites. If you can't find direct leads, then going and, and trying to find direct leads through LinkedIn, doing web search to try to find emails. And, and then their last resort fallbacks, like sending just the, you know, the general email, email form or, or sending it to HR and then seeing if you get a response. But there's sort of a step-by-step process. Last but not, yeah. I, I, sorry, I'm yeah. throwing one more thing. And last but not least, um, one of the, and I think a lot of people have heard me saying this for the last year or so, and it is going to be more relevant now than it's ever been before. One of the the biggest current trends and revolutions in casting that's only going to accelerate now is what I call the curator revolution. And 11, 12 years ago, we had the online casting revolution where we had all of these online casting sites come out. And by the way, you you can find this work on the more reputable online casting sites as well. So do your research, you know, and find out which ones are, are treating talent fairly and paying talent fairly and which ones aren't. Um, and, you know, the good ones should be a part of your mix. But the the revolution that's happening now, which I, which I kind of refer to as the second revolution in voiceover casting, is that the younger generation of buyers, the 25 to 35s who are doing a lot more casting today than, than that age group really ever has in the past, they have grown up in the gig economy. They have not had great experiences in the gig economy working for Uber or Lyft or some delivery organization or whatever it may be. And so while they're not going back to the old way, they're not going back to the brick and mortar world of voiceover. They're also looking at, you know, the, the, you know, voicewhatever.com sites and seeing a gig economy cattle call and they don't want to work that way either. And so what these people are doing is they're just simply doing web search and they are curating 5, 10, 15 talent that match the specs that they have with often very detailed and specific web search, putting their own roster together and hiring directly. So I'm not a big fan of paying for 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 Google AdWords or, or paid SEO. You're never going to be able to compete with, you know, the, the big voiceover pay to plays and Fiverr and sites like that that are spending, you know, tens and even hundreds of thousands of dollars on that. But organic SEO, especially for very specific uh, search terms, medical e-learning, um, and then dialing it down even to, even to more refined levels within those genres, that is not that hard to find yourself organically on page one, page two of Google by working with somebody who knows what they're doing by working with an SEO expert. So there are several companies in the industry that specialize in helping voice talent and their SEO. I personally work with Joe Davis and Karen Barth from voiceactorwebsites.com, but there are a lot of them out there. Do your research, find the people that you want to work with and get your website ranked high in Google and you'll see business start to walk in the door. Is that one of your strategies is to uh, spend time looking at your SEO and investing in that? Yeah, and it has been for the last couple of years. And for that reason, there are quite a number of searches where I am actually organically page one, number one on Google for uh, for organic search once you get past all of the, the paid ad searches. And um, and just to kind of illustrate what a big deal that is um, and why why we're talking about this as a bit of a casting revolution. I'm blessed to have a pretty powerful website for an individual talent, but I had my, I had a pretty powerful website five years ago and five years ago, that website would bring in on average, maybe two jobs a week that would just walk through the door today. It brings in two or three jobs a day that just walk through the door. And it's not because it's necessarily, I mean, it's, is it more powerful than it was five years ago? Sure. Marginally, but it's not, it's not because, all of a sudden, I have the same, you know, Google Authority ranking as 
you know, as one of the top pay to plays, it's because people are casting more by web search. And so the volume of work that I'm seeing come through the door is higher. And not only that, because of the fact that the, the, profile of the people doing the casting through their own curation tends to be a little bit younger, a little bit more progressive. They tend to come in, generally speaking, with fair budgets. They, they, they usually come in ready to pay and not having to uh, engage in a whole lot of back and forth with them about what uh, what they're looking to pay you. So, uh, and I'm not talking about small stuff. I mean, I've booked over the past year, I've booked national TV for Universal Orlando, um, national TV for British Airways, broadcast and non-broadcast for Wendy's, in-show national TV narration for MTV, all through walk-in through the website, uh, in addition to, you know, dozens upon dozens of other less high-profile jobs. Um, So, you know, this is, for me right now, from a casting perspective, this is kind of the wave of the future, and you want to be visible, you want to be found, especially if you do have a strong specialization, and especially if it is one of those that is going to be positively affected, if we can use that term in this situation by this current crisis. So let me ask you, when you talk about the wave of or the increase that's going to be happening in e-learning, medical narration, corporate, how do you suggest people reach out to potential clients without, uh, what's the word I want to use, seeming... um, Smarmy, like they're taking advantage of the situation. If that you have to be, you have to be very gentle about that right now. And uh, and I, I think also one thing that all, every talent should hear right now, and this comes um, direct from from on high from some very high level sources. Uh, don't go out and submit to talent agents right now. Yeah, it's not not the right time. Okay, um, yeah. they they are concentrating on feeding the people on their roster, and I've heard a few say that that anybody coming in right now is is just going to be on a very dark list and a very dark hole for a very long time. I would not even think about approaching talent agents until you're probably three months three months well clear of this crisis. That being said, for uh, approaching um, non-broadcast clients, direct buyers, and or content aggregators, that is still perfectly uh, viable and legitimate. But you want to be careful about how you do it. You don't want to you don't want to be too heavy on you know uh, referencing the current situation in in any constant or over the top manner. However, one of the things that is very effective at the moment is everybody wants to know: Do you have a professional? well-connected home studio because mm-hmm. no, nobody's going to third, third party studios for the moment don't exist. Okay. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you have a, a professional broadcast quality source connect enabled home studio and that you are able to offer that service and the high level of, of quality audio to your clients. And that can be a strong part of your sales pitch. That's your, that can be your little lead in if you want to a client that, you know, during these difficult times in order to make your life easier, um, I'm pleased to be able to offer a uh, fully professional studio sound from my home, including con- connectivity options such as Source Connect, IPDTL, if you have ISDN, great, although nobody demands that really anymore, right. um, you know, but I'll go call phone patch, whatever. But but Source Connect has kind of become the standard now. And especially for the higher end jobs um, that are looking to live direct more and more, that is just mandatory at this point. So 
but there there's a there's a good little lead in as as I is talking about the home studio and the and the current situation and and then you don't have to say a whole lot more beyond that other than just a very soft sell about about your abilities and your specialization and uh and um hopefully you know with your demos uh they will like what they hear and and jump on you you are pretty well read my friend do you have like resources that you go to to stay on top of things when it comes to the different niches within voiceovers well i i talk to people first and foremost um you know it's i i've i've had the privilege of being in this industry for 25 years and getting to know you know about everybody <laughs> and so um i i make it a point to talk to the people who are you know in the positions of hiring whether that is uh you know in the traditional world of vo or corporate clients or e-learning clients or content aggregators or whatever it may be i watch trends i watch you know what comes through my agents i watch what comes through online sites i watch uh, what I'm getting hired for, what my colleagues who I talk to on a regular basis are getting hired for. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons that I think I've survived as long as I have in the business, I, you know, I, I hear talent on a daily basis where I go, ooh, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to audition against that guy or, or against her. You know, I don't think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread as a voice actor, but I think I've survived this long simply because I have always tried to look five years down the road and anticipate where the market is going. And I think today it's not even five years down the road. We need to be looking five months down the road, six months down the road, a year down the road and trying to anticipate and stay ahead of it. And I, if you are, if you're nimble enough, just like the people who in 2007, 2008, 2009 were nimble enough to see that DIY voiceover was where the industry was going, were able to move and thrive. Those who are able to move and thrive today will have the same level of success and security, and those who aren't will have trouble. Whew. All right. Where can folks learn more about you other than, I mean, I know you're everywhere, but where can they learn more about you, your offerings, and you mentioned the webinars on your Facebook page? Sure. Well, I don't want to use this as a sales pitch. Uh, if you want to check out my site, it's jmcvoiceover.com. And if you go to my Facebook page or my LinkedIn page, you can see the medical narration demo, or uh, I should say uh, webinar that we're offering for free. And also on my Facebook page and Anne's Facebook page, you can see the learning corporate one that we're offering for free. And again, if you can't find them, just drop me an email and I'm happy to be a resource. And if you feel like you just want to get a, a quick consultation and see if it's right for you, that again, it may or may or may not be an in-person thing, but at a minimum uh, over email, I will send you some scripts, give you some direction on some reads, and then give you some feedback about whether it's worth pursuing. Awesome. J. Michael Collins, thank you so much. I'm sorry it's taken so long for us to finally connect, but I'm grateful that uh, we were able to do this today. Well, it's my pleasure and uh, wish it were under better circumstances. But if I can, you know, just leave your audience with one message that is that um, this industry by some strange, fortunate twist of fate for us, uh, has been, even in the darkest of times, the most resilient of businesses. Um, you know, it ebbs and flows, and certain parts of it do better than others, and things shift and things change. But the future will remain bright for all of us, both as voice actors, I think as humanity and as a society, we're going to get through this. It's a virus. And by the time we're done, we're going to, we're going to kick this thing in its ass. That's everything's going to be okay. The curator revolution. I love that. And the need for SEO when it comes to organic traffic, finding you for specific niches. 
that's something that I'm starting to really look into is SEO and how to have it work for me, as well as not having it be overwhelming. So I will be talking about SEO um, in not the next episode, but in future episodes, you're going to be hearing about that. I highly recommend you check out J. Michael on the socials and all of his free offerings. Next week, we will not have an episode the following week. We're every other week now, and we're still going to be under the umbrella of the quarantine, and I'm actually going to be sharing a personal story, and it's how a personal pandemic prepared me for a global pandemic. I hope you uh, check it out, and um, until then, be safe, be well, wash your hands, and here's to owning our voices.